Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Back at the Guide Shack. Today I'm talking with Trent. What's going on, Trent? Uh, not too much. We finally had a day off the river. Yeah, you and me both. I've been uh, I've been at it for a minute now. I it's I got the thousand yard stare sometimes. It's great. Look straight through the guests. Absolutely. It's not. I don't think it's good. I need to take a couple days and like recoup and like get back into the swing of things. But what have you been up to this summer? I don't think I've talked to you since the season started. Nope. I've just been running camp boats all summer. Camp boats? Yep. How's that? It's awesome. How big of a boat are you running? Uh, it's an 18 and a half Sotar ST. Okay. 27 inch tubes. And she's huge. And she's huge? <laughs> yeah. How do you get through the fish ladder? Uh, saw. Oh, you just let the air out and slink your way through? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I had one of my worst lines last weekend. Fun. Yeah, I got stuck three times before the fish ladder. Okay. <laughs> How do you get... Wait, stuck where? Uh, the little shallow rocks that are on the way to the fish ladder. Ah, they're really shallow right now. They're, they're out. Yeah, they'll get you. That's uh -huh. it, yeah. Oh, and, and being in such a big boat, like, worming your way in there just to get it started is pretty fun it's a challenge it's a challenge <laughs> yeah. but it's fun that's the most popular question i get from private boaters is how do you get that big thing through the fish ladder and well soft <laughs> i just yard it yeah just start fucking slamming my whole body into the back of the raft you will go sometimes it works <laughs> but what i have found with that big huge boat uh with it soft and I go in there, and if I get stuck, just wait a minute or two, because the river's building up behind me. Right. And sometimes... It'll, it'll just pick the whole boat up and, and slide you down. down to at least the next stopping point. To the next stopping point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, that's basically all it is. It's like, once you get it free, you ride for about four to five feet, and then it stops again. Maybe seven. Ooh, that's, no, that's a pretty good second. That's like right in the middle, you'll get a nice, good seven-foot slide. Uh-huh. Just when you think you're out of it, and then you're just... Stuck yeah. at the exit, and you're just like, oh. Yeah, but, but in that boat, that would block enough water that at some point it, it would does. just push you right off. It does. Yeah, and those lunch boats that we run on Springer's trips, that's... Not the case. No, the water just goes around the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, son of a bitch. Are you taking a 16? Uh, yeah, it's a 16, and I have, like, all the guest bags, and then, like, the three or four coolers of beer... And, uh, and then, you know, just like all the rest of the normal lunch stuff, chairs, yeah. tables, all of it, barbecues, it's good, it's fun, it's a good time. You're going to run bags for Springer again this year, right? Oh, yeah. I love running trips with Springer. Yeah. He's hilarious. He, he's got more jokes than anybody I've ever met. I still haven't met him. And the whole crew as a whole is actually quite humorous just to hang out with them. Yeah. Like, they're all just some wise, cracking-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> One night, uh, I noticed that one of them was pretty tipsy. And I was like, this is my perfect opportunity. Right. I was like, so, what do you think about aliens? Oh, boy. He went on like an hour-long tear about the universe and the, the stars and with the, the, the quantified amount of, yeah. I don't know. He said a lot of stuff. That <laughs> didn't register? <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, no, okay. I mean, I'm tracking where you're going with this. I don't know if I fully buy into it, but it was also, he made it vague enough that you're like, well, there's a lot of room for adjustments here. They're fun. They're so a good time. 
He's a smart guy. He's a super smart guy. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, but it was, an, that was a pretty fun evening. What's the lowest level you went <laughs> down last year? Uh, I think it was like 850, 900. It was like between 850 and 900. And, Grants and uh, yeah, in Grants Pass. And even spring, I was like, if you want to take the middle shoot, you're more than welcome. I'm like, I'm not doing that with four coolers of beer on the front of my boat. No. Like, that's not happening. You're going to lose it. 100% you're losing at least a cooler full of beer. Yeah. And the guests, even though, while well, they'll be watching, so they're not going to have any questions as to what happened. They're just going to be like, you're the jerk-off that lost all my beer. And I'm not going to be that guy. Uh-uh. Besides, the idea is that once I go into the fish ladder, I'm supposed to be in there for about 30 minutes. That's right. You've told me about so that this. way they can like tie hooks and <laughs> yeah. like it gives them like a break to just kind of like I don't know it's like they're like 15 to 30 minute break yeah, it's a union break it's a union break yeah, you don't even need to question it at which point I pop out the other side give them a little whistle and then they start lining their boats through uh-huh. uh, and then I hammer down get to the lodge take all the shit up to the lodge do the dishes and I'm usually in a hammock smoking a joint before they show up it's perfect it's, it really is can I make a suggestion? Sure. So I've upgraded. I, I still have my whistle. Okay. But Which whistle? Your, tra- big one. your train whistle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a better one now. Okay. Is this one not made out of wood? It's not. It's not like that big train block <laughs> whistle? Uh-uh. This one's a pressurized air. I got an air horn. You got an air horn? Yeah. How are you going to use that in an emergency? Is it in the vest all the time no, that you just pull it out and you're like, I have the whistle on my PFD still for emergencies. Okay. But the air horn is in my self-bailing bucket in the cockpit. Okay. So when I get out of the fish ladder, you just grab the air Self-bailing bucket. My crate. No, I know. My self-bailing bucket, that's all I get. But, and that's how I give up the, the gear boater goodbye in the morning, too. When they push me out from the beach and wave, I give them a, a double honk. Yeah. It's great. And then when you get into Mule Creek Canyon, you give it a blast. I've got an eight-second echo so far. Oh, nice. Yeah. An eight-second echo. Yeah. And you're having a lot of fun down there. Dude, I have way too much fun. On <laughs> <laughs> and you figured out great ways to entertain yourself because you're by yourself most of the time. I have a second gear boat. Or they, do they usually keep up with you? Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, it's fun. And, like, this last weekend, rolling up into Blossom, uh, Tessa was behind me. She was in the other camp boat. We call it the swamp boat. Because when you take a wave over the side, it stays wet in there. For, for a while. A while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, we come around the corner, dude, and there's, like, at least, I want to say 20 people up there on Scout Rock. Eight or nine boats tied off on River Right, and 10 to 15 hardshell kayaks eddied out on River Right. Okay. There's another private boat in front of us floating. They kind of pull over to the right. I sneak in, sitting there in the eddy, and I look up at Tessa, give her the head tap. She head taps me back. And just as I'm ready to be pushed out of the eddy, I reach down and I push play on my speaker. And it's 30 heads vacation. And it starts playing, and I start rocking out my boat. And pull, pull. And as soon as I get into the little slack water, the crowd just goes wild. 
There it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then I made the move, did a little bump. You gotta bump something at this flow. Yeah, it bumps. You're not gonna not bump anything. Yeah, no, I, I bumped between the horn and goalpost a couple times with the stern. And then, <laughs> and then point it straight down at sandstone, uh-huh. the pyramid. Oh, yeah. And then I give it one push. And then as soon as I point it up, teed up to the little sandstone, I hear it up there go, Oh, no! Oh, no! Because <laughs> they see I'm going to hit the rock. They don't know that that's they the move. They don't know that that's the move. Dude. It's a ba You like, launch out of there, bounce off. I mean... End up in the picture taken, Eddie. And that's I, don't, way. I don't suggest that you do that with guess. <laughs> no. That's more of a gear boat move. It's the only way to get around little sandstone. It's a lot easier. Yeah. I've done a lot of bounce off of the conglomerate rock. It's not Point your ass end and just yard. Yeah. And I've I've made it every time so far. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) The little one's better. The little pyramid. Yeah, one time I missed that. Yeah. I went to the right. Yeah, you can still fit over there. Slid over to the right, and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do now? It goes. I tried to, well, I know, I looked at it a couple times, and I was like, man, that looks like a really tight fit. I don't know if I'm going to risk that right now. But and I mean, tried to row back out into the current, not fucking happening. No, you can't do it there. Not going to happen. Not going not gonna, not to work here anymore. <laughs> no. So I was like, I guess I'm going to give this a try. Ship the oars and just like let the boat kind of drift in and had to push off the rocks. Yeah. With my hands, I'm like, oh, right through. Ha, 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 ha. and then you pop out the other side, and you just kind of slide down the right side of uh, a blossom, which yeah. is super easy. Right. Next time, if, when you get into the picture taken, Eddie, go left of clamshell. I'm telling you, this is my new move. Go left of the clamshell. Yeah, left of the clamshell. I always go left of the clamshell. And you're going I think. right of the clamshell. Are you sure? Yeah, here's the little clamshell. Here's your picture taken, Eddie. You come down, around, and then you kind of sneak left. Oh, you're saying go left to that? Yeah. Okay. At the top. It's a little narrow opening. Yeah. It but looks, it, but looks, your big fat boat fit. Yeah. It okay. It looks like it's not going to go. I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, but you go in there, put the bow into the garage on the left bank, and then pull, and you're right in the Eddie, sitting behind clamshell, not doing anything. And then you don't have to pull so hard in front of that little rock. Yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah. It's out of the water right now. It's like this far out of yeah, the water. Yeah, it's way out. There's no pillow off of it. Uh-uh. No, so come in left of clamshell and you're in the eddy. I'll give it a whirl. Dude. Well, the next time I go down there. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit. I'm waiting for fishing season. That's three weekends away. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I only got three trips left. I don't know, yeah, but it, the only thing that bums me out is it means I'm probably not going to be doing any nugget trips in for the rest of the summer, which I really like. Who's going to do that? I don't know. Do they have any birds? Martin. Uh, Martin can do it. He knows the program. I showed him what... It's super easy. Show up at the takeout, meet your guests, drive (laughs) to the put-in, and then when you get to the takeout, your guests leave, and then it's over. And that's the whole thing. But for some reason, that is like... They don't trust anybody else to do that for some reason. Like, nah, we just don't trust you. You are in a company vehicle. Yeah. On your own. (laughs) No, that's true. And driving guests. Yeah, all these things check out. That might work. Yeah, probably. I think they're probably just gonna have Martin do it. If like people keep booking the nugget trips. Are you still booking them? Oh yeah. Everybody I get 
at this point in the summer, I would say probably 60% are like, oh, my friend told me to come do this trip with you. Nice. Like, right on. Well, then let's go fucking boating. Yeah, let's go paddle. <laughs> huh. Have you swam yet? No. No? You haven't fallen out yet this year? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm trying to do less work. Yeah. After last summer, where I swam, I didn't swim, I didn't fall out any times. No. Other than, well, no, that's not true. I popped out of the back end at Powerhouse with Danielle's family. But other than that, I ran, for me, it was super clean. <laughs> uh, for my guests, not so much. I think I swam probably about, about 20 people over the course of the summer. Uh, and I realized that that's a lot of work. Yeah, you gotta get that I don't want to do. Mm-mm. I don't want to clean up a mess anymore. <laughs> like, you know, it's a lot easier keep everybody in the boat and just go to the next rapid instead of getting stuck on rocks because you're trying to get people into the boat, but the paddles are over here and no one's listening to you anymore. And you're just like, this is such a fucking shit show. I don't. Wanna, I don't like to be a part of that. No. <laughs> so my new strategy is just keep them in the boat and just try to hammer the hardest, nastiest hole in the river because that's what they paid for. Right, but keep them in the boat. But keep them in the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) My new move at Powerhouse is when I come over the second drop, I just jump up and, like, stand like I'm on a snowboard and just kind of, like, stand in the back of the raft holding on to the perimeter line, and it's a wild ride, man. It's fun. You should give it a whirl. It definitely beats getting chundered in the ass end of the raft as the pour-over <laughs> tries to suck you into it. I don't know. It sounds like fun. It is. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. I think it's my new favorite move. I almost got chundered in Tai Yeah. Oh, boy. One of the, one of the guys uh, that I was downriver with this summer did a cartwheel out of his raft at Tai Yeah. It was awesome. I looked upstream and he was just slow motion cartwheeling out of the boat as it came off the like off the back pillow ledge. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a very big pillow. It's a ledge. It's a lot of a ledge right now. And I think the boat stopped and then he was like, oh, sh- sh- maybe the oar caught and shoved him <laughs> out. I don't know exactly what happened. I only saw <coughs> him style it from the point where his elbow connected with the tube <laughs> and his feet went over and then he just like slow dropped into the river as they slid into off the, the ledge. ledge yeah yeah man the rogue has not been nice to people this summer it's been alright to me except for the one incident in Tai I mean I haven't had a lot of issues you know Tai's been fucking with me man Tai has been fucking with me how so with the big boat? No, I get I that. Know, I just can't. I'm too afraid to put the ass into the boat in the hole. I just shove my nose up onto the ledge and want to let the water wash you off. Yeah, that works in a lighter boat. Huh. I go in there pulling as hard as I can, and I still get like a third or even more of the boat up on the ledge, and then it swipes sideways because it's so heavy. Yeah, and it pulls you right off. And it, no. Uh, it tries to wash you right off the fucking boat because it's low siding upstream too. Oh, that's like underwater. Fun. Yeah, like you're gonna flip. It's horrifying. You should be m- maybe point more left when you get there, yeah, then and then just get up on the shelf sideways, two. and it's gonna dump you. <sighs> All right, 
I wouldn't trust you. That's <laughs> yeah, terrible. But I only found out. But you guys, uh, that's true. I'm used to rowing a very low center of gravity boat, whereas you have pretty tall towers on the front and back of your boat, so you are a little more tipsy turvy in there. Right, and there's still a lot of weight, you know, low down on the floor. But, but there's also a lot of weight up top. There's a lot of weight everywhere. Yeah. Your towers look like they're tall enough that you could like stand in row pretty easy. Yeah. I, yeah, I can. It's really nice to stand up in row. But I agree. I have to strap a jerry can to the seat and my pad to raise my butt up so I can row with those big towers. Because there's no way to lower the towers. Yes, then just always stand. Yeah, that works most of the time, except for in the rapids that you have to sit down in. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Which ones? Little, which ones would those be? Tai. Uh, Tai. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Blossom. I think you made that pretty clear. Wildcat. Russian. You definitely want to be sitting down. Why wildcat? Huh? Why wildcat? Because you got to make sure you stay far right. You, you don't go left. No. Not in that big boat. Dude, I went it's left. Not, it's not it, deep enough. I went left in that Avon at about this flow. Right. It's not deep enough. You're riding that dirty. You're just down Deep. in it. Yeah. That's fun. And there's it's not enough water to get your oars onto. Huh. <laughs> so you just like run it right through the trees at Wildcat. You're just getting just pretty much yard sailed in there. No. Well, I'll be catching the willows with the stern. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then once you clip the last willow with the stern, just straight swip it around, point the bow to the right, and push straight right, and you just go over the little pour overs the whole way. <laughs> good to go. Awesome. Sounds like fun. It is. I don't know. Well, I've, I've set up. I've probably gone left more times than I've ever gone right. Last year that was the case. Well, th there's also that tree in there. Yeah. Not so. this year. But I've set up a lot of camps this year at Wildcat and listened to privates and other commercial outfits stuck <laughs> on the Rock Island for hours Dude. while I'm setting up camp. <laughs> Wildcat? <laughs> Just. Fucks everybody here. up. I, like, they're like, oh, I can read and run a class three, and then you get down there and you're like, well, maybe you can't. Well, there's two highways. One highway goes and one highway doesn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to stay in the right lane. <laughs> uh, the middle highway is not okay. Yeah, I've seen my fair share of people stuck there as well. I've seen a lot of rafts flipped on the other side of Wildcat. And it's like, well, I don't know what oh. happened back there. Yeah. Well, but things got rowdy for sure. Yeah. Sometimes we got to flip just to get them up. Oh, man. I I yelled at some private voters this season. Oh, yeah? I did. You wouldn't be the first person. No. Um, a lot of people have a tendency to yell at private voters. It was Wisco and my first trip together. And we go down, we get to Blossom, and someone's like, oh, there's a, someone wrapped. And I'm like, all right, Wisco, let's go ahead and eddy out. And it looked like a pretty old man that we could see in his cat boat. And he was just high-centered, right on the picket fence, with about three or four feet of his boat in the beaver's line. So I couldn't get around. So I grabbed my throw bag, and I run up the rocks, because there's some private boaters up there. They've got their phones and their cameras out. And I get up there to the first group of people, and I'm like, so what's going on? You know, how long has he been there? Oh, he's been there for about an hour, hour 15. Seriously? Like, so have you guys gone down there to do anything? No, we're just sitting around kind of waiting for a guide to show up. I said, what? Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I 
I'm like, what are you guys even doing here then? If you're down here in the river by yourself and you're not willing to help this guy out, well, we don't have a pen kit. What the fuck are you doing down here without a pen kit? Oh, well, we don't come down here very often, so we just didn't think we just needed to have one. But there's, like, without a pin kit, there's a hundred different things you can do. You can, exactly. To get that boat off of there. You can get the smallest craft to go around him, (laughs) Eddie out at the uh, picture-taking Eddie, climb the fence back up. And And help him push it off. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of things that could be done. Right. You're saying nobody did shit. Nobody did anything. They're just letting this old dude get fucking chundered on the fence. Right, yeah. Is he standing on the fence? On the fence. He's just, like, looking at his boat, like, man, I... Right above the man-eating. Boy, we're having one heck of a micro-tuffy today. Yeah. No, he was working, too. He was pushing on his boat, trying to get it out. And uh, I got done yelling at those guys and ran down there and hopped on. I got you know, like right behind conglomerate and was able to yell at him. And just, was like, dude, you're doing good. Take a little break. But uh, you're going to need to flip your boat. And he's all, no, I'm not flipping it. And I said, well, then let some air out. Let some air out of the tubes. And he's like, what? So I had a motion, you know, unscrew the valve, push the button. And he did. He started letting air out, and it started to slide. And I had to tell him, you know, stand on the back. Push this way. Push that way. And he got off. And right when he got off, I ran back up the hill, and those private boaters were like, oh, he's stuck again. And I said, it doesn't fucking matter. He's not going to die. Or <laughs> so he got stuck on sandstone. So I ran back up, talked to Wisco, and I'm like, right, Wisco. I'm going to go and I'm going to park right above him, go down, set safety behind clamshell, and I parked in front of him, Wisco went down, set safety behind clamshell, got up on top of clamshell, was ready with his throw bag, got the old man pushed off, and met up with him in the picture taking eddy, or the celebration eddy, and he is 75, stage 4 cancer. Fuck yeah, he's out there doing it. It was his last trip. He's like, yeah, this is my last trip for the books, because I got weeks to live. <laughs> it was nuts. I got, got him his oar back, asked permission to board his vessel, gave him a hug, and he gave me some doobies, and that was it. Some BBs? Doobies. Oh, doobies. Yeah. What a nice guy. Yeah, That's probably cool. pretty good doobies. They were. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was pissed at those people. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Like, just you're just sitting there not doing shit? for a guide. Really? Just waiting for a guide to show up because they seem to know what to do in these scenarios. Right. Why? Because they've been in them by themselves and they sorted it out. Right. Not like you guys sitting here watching that guy struggle. Doing nothing. But you guys could have at least walked down there. Said, you know, maybe you should push from over here. Try this. Or take Try a break. That. Take a break. <laughs> Something, dude. Okay, yeah. He looked like he was, his heart was going to explode. He was pushing but he won. He did. He didn't flip, and he made it through like a badass. Yeah. That's good. Never gonna go down again. He said it was his last trip. That makes sense. Yeah. Even if he wasn't planning on dying in the near future, that probably would have been his last one anyway. Yeah. I noticed that like those bad experiences really get people to not come back. Not come back. <laughs> no. And I'm like, hey, 10 trips this year. All in that big heavy boat. I got three left. If I can make all 10 without wrapping on that fence, I think it'll be good. Hey. But it's getting down to the last couple, so it might happen. Well, the water's coming back up. <laughs> in case you didn't notice. 
it was at 16 coming out of the dam this morning, whereas yeah. it was at like 13 coming out of the dam two weeks ago. They're just getting ready for it to get hot. They're getting ready to spike the flows for the salmon. Yeah. This is it's supposed to be 108 tomorrow. Fuck yeah, it is. That's why the earth's cooling it down. Dude, it's 76 degrees in Agnes. Yeah. What well, did you see it a week and a half ago? It hit 79, and then they spiked it up to 16 again. Oh, yeah. Million. Yeah. They're trying to let out as little of water as possible, but also, it's like, you guys, if you want the salmon to swim by September, you've got to dump some water. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens when now that everybody's gotten, like, kind of used to that low flow and that slow pushiness, and then all of a sudden it's going to pick up here in the next couple days, and they're going to be like, oh, fucking what just happened? Why am I having problems again? Under coffee pots and start eating boats again. Maybe. That'd be. I mean. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Noah's is the only outfit that didn't have a casualty in coffee pots. Yeah, because they didn't have anybody that went anywhere near the right wall. You guys just stayed <laughs> off the right wall. Once you find out that a, there's a boat ripper in there, it's like, where is it on the right wall? Well, I don't know. Don't go inspect it. I don't know, but. I was in there the weekend it happened. Go it left. Happened, it happened on a Saturday. All those, those five boats. I went through on a Sunday. Nothing happened. I didn't know it was there. Got yeah. off the river, and that's when the five po- po- popped boats were at Sotar. And I heard about it. Damn. Like, oh. Well, I just went through there the day after all this happened, and nothing. Yeah. And then went back in there that next weekend, and that's when I did two laps in there. I don't think it was in the pot. I think it was coming into, into the, pot. the pot. I heard all different kinds of stories. I heard people say it was the Narrows. Uh, Bikini said she put her foot on it. So if anyone could tell you where it was, she would be the person to talk to. And Nicole, she was down there, said she was kicking boats off of it. Yeah, as they were coming in, she was just like, nope. Yeah. That's Bikini. Nicole Nicole? Bikini. Oh. Schmedgard. Yeah. What? But it's fun. I haven't had a lot of fun. But you should come try a trip out with Noah's. I should. You're probably right. Uh, I might be I, able to get you on a, on a trip as my guest. I did what you always do, and I grabbed some squirt guns for this last trip I did. It's fun. And every time we saw the jet boaters, it was just hammer down, yeah. and they would just, goosh, goosh. <laughs> Walls of water coming into the first time it happened, everybody in my boat was like, "What the fuck? We did not <laughs> see that coming." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep doing this, and they're gonna keep doing that, and hopefully, you guys are enjoying this. It doesn't matter if they enjoy it or not, because partially for me, it. it's all for you. <laughs> That's the only reason I ever brought the dipstick down was to hose the jet boat driver and not tell your guests what's about to happen. Right. And it's like, kagoosh. The looks on their faces are priceless. It'll get to the point where Darren, he'll see that a few guests are mad about it. And he knows, he's like, oh, you didn't tell him I was going to do that. (laughs) 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 The next week when he comes by and you hose him down, he'll look at you and he goes, he waits waits for you to give him the big thumbs up. (laughs) 
man, and I turned down a jet boat ride a couple weeks ago. Why? Because I was retarded. I, had, I was being dumb. If I, if I come down and work with Noah's next summer, I'm definitely going to try to do a jet boat ride. I know. Like, it was just get to, to camp me. super early, set up as much shit as you can, and then just go thumb out on the river mm-hmm. as they go by with your PFD on. Just like, you don't even have to have your PFD on. I want to go boating today. And he'll, he'll swing in and get we, you. We were camping in Upper Solitude, and the little horn rock that was on the shore is not there anymore to tie off to. It got broken off. Okay. Because we were tied off to it last year, and a jet boat went by holding old, old Pat Brennan. But uh, Leon and I were almost done setting up camp, and I hear the jet boat coming, and we just had our two big boats tied off to a little rock pile. I'm like, oh, fuck. I run down there. <sighs> And I hop onto the lines, and as soon as Darren comes up, he's going fast, and he slows down, and he's all, Hey, you coming down for a ride? I said, No. I just came down here to stand on my line so my boats didn't fly away. And he just stared at me. Just stared at like, me. And then just took off. Like, all right, well, and uh, finally, no ride for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it registered, finally, what happened. And I went back up there to Leon, and I'm like, Leon... Are you tell me I'm a fucking retard? He's all, no, but you should have took the jet boat ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you should have taken the jet boat ride. Yeah. You guys do four-day trips. Yeah. I want to do four-day trips. These three-day trips are nonsense. Yeah, four-day trips are cool. Like, oh, do you guys get to go to Tate Creek Waterslide? You want? I do want to. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Then it's, we'll camp at Tacoma. Right. And you just hike up. <laughs> Go to it's super easy. Yeah. We do all kinds of fun stuff. I want to do yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. The guest guides, they take, uh, they stop at Howard Creek, uh, Big Windy. Yeah, I want to go do that stuff. We don't do any of that one. stuff. They stop at Kelsey Creek. We just get in the boats and we hammer cabins. down and do lunch and then hammer down and go to, to yeah. camp. Uh-huh. And then it is, a, it is just a strictly a rafting trip. There is no side hikes. There is no fun things happening on the side. It's just rafting and camping. Yeah. No, we have a good program. And whenever we camp at Missouri, I always you call, all right, guys, I'll see you at Missouri Bar. I'm going to get Missouri Bar, not Missouri Creek. Right. We don't tell the guests anything about the creek. It's our guide area. That makes sense. Yeah, when they get to camp, they, this is our kitchen here. And just like at the previous camp, please stay out of the kitchen, so they can't they can't cross and go to the trail and get to the creek. <laughs> so it's yes. air, air conditioned guide camp back there. Yeah, you just like hunker down in the creek and it's super mm-hmm. cold. Oh my gosh, I love that creek. I jumped in there and like did like a ten minute soak, uh, probably like beginning of October last year. And no, you didn't. You went hypothermic. No, no, no. I was very close. <laughs> yeah. I I get hypothermic in like 30 seconds. No. My body can handle it for a minute. Yeah, uh, I got out and like went to go put my clothes back on and like everything was super tingly. And I'm like, it's, yeah. it's like Frozen. 60 degrees outside and it feels hot. <laughs> you were in there for too long. Yeah. Springer got mad at me. He was like, you shouldn't do that shit when nobody's around. No. I'm like, well, I did. And I'm not dead, so I guess it panned out. It sends. Not always. I was doing my Wim Hof breathing. 
Did you learn that from Wim Hof? Who's that? Uh, it's this guy from Holland, I believe, who has developed like a meditation slash breathing technique that he does whenever he's cold oh. or hot. And what it's doing is it's supplying more oxygen to the body than it's used to having um, and allows for your body to alter the pH levels and adapt to the cold and the heat. He did four days in an <laughs> ice bath. What? What was the outside temperature? I don't know. He also holds the world record for the longest under a meter of ice swim at 100 meters. And that's just because he missed the 50-meter hole, and they had to send a diver after him because his eyes were freezing and he couldn't see where he was going. And they, like, had to grab him and guide him back to the hole and, like, get him out. But the total distance was, like, 100 meters. 100 meters. Yeah. The dude's a savage. But also his breathing technique does work. You just have to basically, like, shut down a lot of other outside thought, focus right. on I want to be warm and do your breathing technique and if I mean, I don't, it fucking works. I was able to be in Missouri Creek in October for ten minutes and not develop hypothermia, which good. that water was. It wasn't just like oh, it was kind of cold. No, it's it was really fucking cold yeah. in October. It hurts in the summertime. That that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. But also, Springer said I'm not supposed to do that anymore. No. <laughs> All right. Well. Get them next time. Don't do it. Or I'll just do it like, you know, when we're on a group, like a private trip, stop in there and <laughs> do time. Like, how long can people stay in the water without getting hypothermia? Not gonna be Once you start party. feeling hypothermic, that's time to get late. out of the water. No, no, we can, we can save you. We have sleeping bags. We have tarps. We have all sorts of good things we can use to <laughs> make you come you back. back out of the hypothermic state. I don't think so. I think it's going to work out. No, yeah, it might be a challenge. Well, it would be good training. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe that's what we should do in the future. It's like on training trips, like everybody has to get hypothermia just a little bit. Just to see what it's And then like. you have, the team has to get them back out of the hypothermic state. It's a good team building exercise. Who's the volunteer? Who's Everybody. Everybody's got to Everybody's got to do it at least once. That way everybody has saved everybody else's life and you guys are now closer because of it. You know what I'm saying? Might make for a better group dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time when you were cold? I saved you. <laughs> no, I don't. It's more like, remember that time you were stuck on a rock and I bumped you off? Yeah, I remember that. No. That happened? Not me and you particularly, oh. but I did. I parked on a few rocks this season. That'll happen at low water. My, it not happen at any water level if you're not paying attention. No, that's true. If you're, if you're just not paying that close <laughs> attention, a lot of weird shit can happen out on the rogue. Uh, that is valid. I got I got parked on some random rock on River Left just below Scrub Cycle at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrub Cycle, that's fun. I know. I went over it in my big gearboat, and I turned around, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, dude, next weekend I'm going to paddle back up there and surf the fuck out of and my boat just Oh, there's a rock through. right below it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing else around that rock. No, so you not can't just, like, shore. get out and push on something? <laughs> it's, that's not fun. You're stuck. You're real stuck. You got to figure out, like, how can I 
rock the boat. Like, you got to play bounce house. No. You got to start jumping around and, like, a whisker bump came you. back and bumped me twice. Nice. <laughs> he just, like, hit the eddy, came back out in the current, gotcha. Blasted me. Yeah. Went back. Oh, that's savage. Blasted me again. Wesco's a fucking beast. And he did it that same trip, too, on fucking Mary's pop-up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And at the bottom of Wildcat, too, that rock at the left side, bottom. Yeah, that one gets like, you, too. Oh, I just made it looks Wildcat. like just like another wave. Let me watch and it's not. And see how he's doing coming through the. Urch! <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta pay attention. <laughs> Can't be too focused on other people's lines. You gotta focus on what's ahead of you, not what's behind you. That's the past. I know. Let the past be the past. But the past is still in the present because if they get stuck, I gotta go back and help, too. Well, you could have just like gone to the other side of the river where there's an eddy and just waited for him waited to come back out and then around. jump back out in the current. Yeah. Would have been another option. But from over there, you can't see if they get wrapped on the rock. No, that's true. <laughs> if there's a chance for it happening, I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see this potentially go badly if it does. Yeah. That's good to know. You guys be eyewitness. For insurance purposes. For, well, more, naturally, for insurance one purposes. One see it. <laughs> You gotta have at least another, uh, you know, witness. That checks out. Yeah, not just the river or the eagle. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. The eagles, not a real chatty bunch. They're not gonna give up a bunch of information. The osprey, on the other hand, they're pretty chatty. They'll, they'll, uh, they'll tell you some stuff. Uh, I don't know as, what they're saying, but they're saying as, something. Not as chatty as the madrone monkeys. Well, the madrone monkeys are. I mean, at nighttime they're a little chattery. Dude, the one down there in Florida talked his arm off. Well, yeah, he did, because that's all that's left on the branch is just his arm. But oh. I, all I can think of is, like, maybe the BLM tried to get him out of there and, like, lassoed him or something and tried to yeah. rip him out, and it just ripped the arm off of him. Okay, next time I see Chris and Ryan, I'm going to ask him. Wait, did you guys did you do guys this? Try and get the monkey down? Or is it, does this just naturally happen? Maybe a bird if, if started pecking out, at it and, like, de-stitched the arm. If I find out that they tried to take that monkey down, I'm going to pull a Bobby D on him and ask him every single time I see him if they're picking flowers. <laughs> Bobby D, every time the BLM goes by, Hey, you guys out picking flowers today? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally Chris, the last time, was like, God damn it! Uh, it wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't every single time you asked us if we were picking flowers, Bobby. But it's every <laughs> single <laughs> time. It's consistency. See, that's what really gets the. That's what really hammers it home is just being consistent. And if Bobby D is nothing, he's consistent. <laughs> and then the next time his response was, "No, I'm picking up human feasties," because there's toilet paper gardens everywhere now yeah. on the lower road. Because people are disgusting. Yeah, and they're getting rid of the pit toilets. You can't do that. It's everywhere. I don't know what to tell you. I'm Between human shit and dog shit, dude, it's a shitty place down there. It's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the voting community. And you really wish that everyone would just try to be better, but then also, they're not going to. No. A lot of them are very drunk. Some people's kids, man. Oh, it's worse than that. Some people's parents. Yeah, but still, it's the kids of those parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's the parents' fault. Now it's the kids. Some people's kids. Yeah, no, that checks out. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's been good talking with you. It's, uh, it's looking like we're rolling up on about 40 minutes here. So, yeah. 
Adios. I'll talk to you later.